This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. Nobody wants to be miserable. We want to have a happy life. We want to feel fulfilled in every way. But trying to be happy with yourself can be hard. And I'm, of course, not an expert in any way. I do have problems with this myself. I I worry about the things I do, the choices I make, whether or not I'm a good person, which I feel is at least makes me a decent person because I do worry about these things and I I want other people to have a better life. I want to try to do what I can to contribute to that. And I guess I, I decided to do a little more extra research because I wanted to know what researchers out there, what ideas were about being happy with yourself. Because, I mean, trying to be happy in general is a loaded thing. Loaded because there's the idea of, like, we should be happy all the time, and that's not exactly a healthy thing. But being healthy with yourself is more kind of like a content thing. It's not hating yourself. It's self-esteem. It's a bunch of other psychology words that you want to throw out there. But we honestly, we do need to be, be able to ha- be happy with who we are, with the choices that we make and what we want in life. And I, I want to kind of put a little twist in this with the introvert thing because we have such stacks, such things stacked against us because people want to make their lives easier. And with our society, that may, that means being more extroverted. So being more loud, being more talkative and everything else makes life easier for them. But not realizing that talking more doesn't mean connecting more. Doesn't mean actually having the truth, not actually knowing more. So I kind of have uh, seven things that I've found that I really like for myself and I feel like it's a little more healthier with the seven different ways to make it easier to be happy with yourself. And the first one is actually pretty easy for us in a way is that it, that we have deep and meaningful connections. So as introverts, we are really good at having the deep conversations. We're a little less likely to shy away from that because that's what we want to do. That's kind of in our DNA that we love having deep discussions with people. We don't want surface, shallow conversations all the time. You want to be able to dig into things. And we love when other people are open to that, too, who are actually kind of excited about it just as much as we are. I have no problem. I have no care in the world for children. Like, I don't want it myself. I don't want it in my life, really. But if someone else is so excited that they are pregnant And they are so excited for the future and things they want to be able to do for this kid and just the little things of like shopping for cute clothes or the excitement of going through ideas for different car seats and like all the information they need to figure out and everything else. I will sit there and listen to all of that because that is important to them and it's just driving themselves with their own happiness. And is that what something that makes you happy? Go right ahead. Somebody else needs to have children like. I understand that me not having them is not a problem in the world, and I am perfectly happy with that, but at some point, someone else needs to have children because that's how the, the human race kind of continues, but it's just not going to continue with me. I'll just be a guide for whatever I can give in the world, but I, I'd i rather have 
that in my life, but it's just, but having that connection, like I have all, almost all of my friends have children and we have a connection deeper than just surface stuff. So we have other things that connect us in our friendship and our relationships and everything else. So it doesn't, it doesn't have a problem with that. Like I feel like with other people, when they have a problem with other friends having different lifestyles, because there isn't much to them. You only do certain things together. And when something gets disrupted, then the relationship kind of falls apart, which is not a bad thing. Not all relationships need to be deep and meaningful and existential in any way. It's just, you need to have some, whether it is a family member, whether it is a friend, there should be someone, at least one person, I'm hoping more than one, because you really don't want to have all that eggs in one basket or make that person feel such a burden that they are the only person that you have this connection with. Number two is finding community. This doesn't need to be like, honestly, I feel like what some people do with like CrossFit or veganism where it's like your whole identity. But if you volunteer, if you are part of a community garden, you have a community through like the martial arts classes you take or all your and your dance friends and stuff like that. Having a community that you can connect with to do something fun together. I mean, again, some of the stuff, yeah, it can be a religious thing. Like people going to church, people going to mosque, going to a temple, all these different things. That is a sense of community and a sense of belonging can help you feel like you are connected with something bigger than just yourself. You don't feel so isolated, not just isolated in like physically, but isolated in the whole scheme of the world of like, I am just alone and no one even cares about me kind of thing. Number three is actually letting your creativity out. This one, I felt like I'm glad this is one of the reasons or one of the ways you can be more happy with yourself. It's kind of like, but I never actually saw the connection to it until I actually read up on the stuff. Like, re- your creativity is part of who you are. Re- releasing that makes you happy because you are creating things that you're just allowing parts of yourself out into the world. And it's a release. It's also an expression of yourself. It doesn't have to be like big. I'm not going to go out and just all of a sudden spout Shakespeare in the middle of a park and expect like standing ovations. Like it could just be you crocheted a scarf or you decided to try a new epoxy mold or something. If you don't know anything about that, just check up TikTok. I swear to God, I love those videos. It can just be little things. And the thing is, when it comes to creativity, it's for yourself. This is not all about performance. This is not trying to get likes and stuff. It's about just being happy with yourself and what you're doing with your time. The next one is kind of part of that last one is that you contribute and produce something. We are kind of stuck in a time right now where we're kind of just getting stuck with shallow stuff. We just kind of scroll through things, we skim articles. We barely read posts anymore. But if we actually contribute to something and produce something that is more than ourselves, we find meaning. And meaning, again, is towards happiness. And I always like to add into this is that you shouldn't feel guilty that you do something like altruistic or good in the world, partially because it makes you feel good, too. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, that you do something just because it's 
makes you feel better in any way. Doesn't make you any worse of a person. You're still doing something good and you're not like trying to like steal something. You're not you're not lying about it. You're still doing the thing. And this is not again producing as in you should be working all the time. Producing something is if you ever want to write a book. Like me creating my podcast was something that I want it, for me it is a way to contribute to the world as well as produce something. And again, it's creative. Like I want to be able to help people, and that's kind of what the podcast is for. But I also want to just kind of show my humor. I want to kind of make things light because not everything needs to be so freaking serious. And I'm happy with that. Like I'm, this is one of the only introvert podcasts out there that isn't like psychology heavy. Like I throw it in there because it's interesting information, but it's no reason for it to be only that because we're not all very dreary people. It's kind of half the population in the world practically is introverted or on kind of the scale in our direction. So there's no reason to feel like we are somehow a phenomenon or somehow subjects to be investigated on or whatever else. But being able to, this can also be producing. Some people, them producing a child is something that makes them happy. Like that is kind of for them a worthwhile goal. I don't really care about it, but like if you just create little things where you like baking, and of course, if you love it, you don't you don't exactly eat all of it because that would just make you like eight hundred pounds kind of thing. But you give them away, you contribute to someone else, you give them their own happiness, you maybe help feed somebody when they didn't actually have any food and you didn't realize it. All right, so number. I can't remember the next one is. Okay. <laughs> uh, take back your time. So what having your time just taken up with 101 things, you filled with to-do lists and doing things for everyone else, doesn't make, doesn't make you happy. It makes no one happy. Feeling frazzled and running around doing shit all the time doesn't give you a chance to actually enjoy life. So actually taking time back for yourself will make you happier. You would have time to make sure you actually get all your sleep. You actually sit down to eat an actual meal. You can actually realize that you needed to have a talk with your significant other. You can actually realize like, oh, in the process of you driving back and forth and not paying attention at all, that you missed a new restaurant coming out that you would have loved. Or, I mean, there's all these little things. Having that time gives you the space to actually realize what the hell is around you. So number six, it's kind of, it's two things together, but I I like to put them together, is gratitude and self-compassion. So gratitude is, of course, everyone talks about it. It's kind of the general one that everyone talks about, but actually being grateful for what you have. And this can just be a quick thing in the morning. I'm like, I am so happy for a warm bed. I am so happy that the electricity is working because right now it's the middle of winter and it's Frigid. I love the heat in my house. <laughs> Very thankful for that. It can just be a bunch of things. You don't and I don't I don't quite follow the you need to have you make a list like five in the morning or five in the evening or or ten at night of the things you're grateful for. If you use it throughout the day of just I am grateful for my dog, I am grateful for being secure enough. Or all these different things. Being able to actually take the time and 
really think about it and really process it, it can only be a couple minutes. It's all you need to just be grateful for what you have in whatever part of your life. And self-compassion is kind of another, I feel like they're kind of in the same area, at least for me. But self-compassion is that you forgive yourself. You don't beat yourself up for the littlest things. Because with, the, with, the, with being grateful for one thing, you don't feel like the bad things are bigger than they are. Because I know for a lot of people, they every little mistake can just tear them apart. And they tear themselves apart even more because how stupid of them to make that mistake. What a horrible person. I'm going to get fired. I can't believe I even have a job. Why the hell does anybody even like me? Like all these different things you go through your own head that you say to yourself. We all say awful things to ourselves. I, I know I do. And it's kind of the thing of just having the self-compassion of like, if you actually never say that to your own friends, why would you say it to yourself? Like, I always have to put it in my mind. That's kind of like, my friend would never say that to me. Why do I feel like I have the right to say it to myself? Like, my friend isn't wrong about not saying it to me. They're not lying to me. They don't not understand who, where I'm coming from and everything else. Like, it's, it's the same thing of what you're doing wrong in whatever sense or what you made a mistake on really isn't as big as most people think. Like, I always have this one line that comes from the hangover that I just, I even have a t-shirt that says this line. It's like, but did you die? Like, I know a lot of people are calling, that's kind of morbid, but for the most part, did I kill anybody in the process of this stuff? Then the mistake isn't that bad. Like, I, I didn't ruin anyone's life. I didn't destroy business. Like, a fire didn't start. No one died. It just really isn't that bad. If I made a mistake on a project and I have to trash it completely, it's kind of like, fine. I still enjoyed the process up to that point. I still enjoyed the creation. And then I learned the lesson and then I could start over. Like the next time could be better. And when it comes to like a, a job and everything else, they understand that you have problems, that you can have an off day. If they were going to fire you, they would have done it already. Like it's not a, not that bad of a thing. Like if, especially if it was just kind of like, oh, you made a mistake and that's all they told you and that's it. Like, if you had a huge reprimand, got written up, had to go through probation, like, all the different things, then, yeah, maybe you can start thinking about that. Like, okay, I did kind of mess up. And then work from there. But if it's literally just someone telling you you kind of made a mistake and they moved on, then you should, too. Of course. Of course it's not going to be easy of just kind of like, oh, they moved on, I should, too. It's kind of let let the self-hate and embarrassment roll through you for a little bit because you don't want to ignore it completely because then that kind of turns narcissistic I guess in its own sense but be grateful that someone actually told you the truth of it all that they want you to do better that they didn't want to partially too if someone tells you about a mistake they want to they told you sooner than it than you actually realize it yourself so you could have gone a lot farther with the mistake, you could have done something even worse because it could have compounded itself. It could kept rolling. And the last one is challenging yourself, which I, I feel like some people are against that because they want to be comfortable. Like they feel like comfort and happiness go together. It does for certain things. You want to be comfortable in your home. You want to be comfortable in that you can make enough money to survive kind of thing. But 
challenging yourself as in trying out a new thing, trying out new food, um, adding something different to your hobby, little things like that, that challenges your mind, challenges your body, is a way to make you more happy because you can see what you are capable of. But also it kind of gives you, if you work through the gratitude and the the self-compassion, you can be more forgiving that you're not perfect at it. Because again, we're not perfect. None of us are, almost nobody can do something brand new and be perfect at it every single time. Like when I first started my podcasting, it wasn't great. I definitely had a hard time, real hard time, with talking enough or talking in a less annoying fashion. I I find that annoying in, in itself, but I'm working through that for one. But I just, I practiced through it. And I got people kind of t- ex- explaining to me different ways to work through that. How to, so I, I was able to like upgrade how I worked through all this stuff. The same thing is like, Every little thing you can do to challenge yourself, whether it is just trying to memorize directions to get someplace new, just something that's different for yourself. It doesn't have to be some huge thing of like, I'm going to run a marathon now. Yes, that's a worthwhile goal. Go for it if it's something you really want to do. But don't feel like it has to be something that you take up for the next like six, seven months and it kind of consumes you. That's not... It's not quite necessary if it if it doesn't fulfill you in any way. Like for me, yeah, I want to save up to buy a house. So that's kind of a challenge in itself because I have to work through all the things of paying off debt, getting my credit score up, down payments, working and figure out what kind of house I want to get, all those little things. That is a challenge for me. It doesn't take up all my time because I can't be making money the whole time. I can't you can't pay your bills for hours on end. You just Okay, bill came up. There you go. Pay it kind of thing. Like that's that's not exactly something you can it's constantly on your mind. Same like your credit score. It's just you keep paying shit off. There you go. <laughs> so those are my seven tips, tricks, ideas to help kind of make yourself happier with yourself and the way you you fit into the world. Because how we fit into the world does cr- contribute to that. And as introverts, we don't always realize that. We don't always remember it. We don't always try want to actually believe it because we're like we're more independent. We more want to be left alone. And a good chunk, yeah, a good chunk of these things are things we can do by ourselves for ourselves. But some of them are the connections we have with the outside world, with what we do with work, what we do with our communities, what we do with the people we love. And so don't forget that you do need to have other people to make yourself happier because they also are a reflection on how good of a person you are and help remind you that you are not worthless, that you are actually enjoyable to be around, which again contributes to your own happiness. So don't don't discredit any of those little things just because you want to be left alone. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products, Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity.